Hey there, I'm Lanika Little, Impact Alpha's social media strategist. Thanks for listening. Impact Briefing is a quick snapshot of this week's stories from Impact Alpha, the leading impact investing daily. And there's much more, deal flow, job postings, and a morning email brief to keep you in the know. For you, our loyal podcast listener, take half off when you use the code briefing50 at impactalpha.com slash subscribe. Now enjoy the show. From the virtual newsroom of Impact Alpha, this is your Impact Briefing for Friday, April 24th. I'm Brian Walsh. Today, Impact Alpha's Dennis Price will discuss the S in ESG in the surge in social bonds. Welcome, Dennis. Hey, Brian. Good to be here. And we also have David Bank, who will introduce Goldman Sachs' John Goldstein, this week's Agent of Impact. Hi, David. Hey, Brian. First, here's what you need to know from this week in Impact Investing. Just in time for Earth Day's 50th anniversary, an epic collapse in oil prices. The reverberations will be felt for a long time, in bankruptcies, bad debts, and layoffs. But suddenly, all options for winding down fossil fuels are on the table. A managed decline of oil, combined with the massive acceleration of renewables to spur the economic recovery, could make this an Earth Day to remember. The return of the PPP is a relief for small businesses, but a missed opportunity for some. The Paycheck Protection Program looks set to be topped off with another $310 billion after the initial $349 billion quickly ran out. A $60 billion carve-out of the added funds aims to open new channels to reach smaller and less well-connected businesses, particularly those led by women and people of color. Advocates say much more is needed to push capital to where it's most needed. Private investors have a role to play in bridging the PPP gaps as well. Three high-net-worth family offices are putting up $10 million in zero-interest loans and deposits. The capital goes to community development financial institutions and rural credit unions to accelerate their PPP lending. And yet, such impact and philanthropic funds are still just nibbling around the edges. Big Society Capital rolled out a £100 million COVID fund for UK social enterprises. A New York nonprofit relief fund is more than halfway through dispersing its funds in less than a month. That highlights the need to tap into the much bigger fixed income market for COVID relief and recovery, as Dennis will explain in a moment. The end of impact washing? The first annual assessments of impact investors are coming in under the International Finance Corporation's Operating Principles for Impact Management. While the assessments reveal shortcomings in impact oversight, particularly around investment exits, observers applaud the transparency as an important step in the evolution of the market. Here's a clip from Christina Lejan Fujuld of the consulting firm Tideline, speaking on Impact Alpha's Agent of Impact call this week. We believe the principles represent not just best practice for impact management, but over time will evolve to feed into best practice investment management writ large. I'm joined now by Dennis Price, here to discuss our Impact Alpha story of the week, social bonds. And no, we're not talking about the emotional connections between humans. Dennis, you wrote that governments are not the only source of quick liquidity in the COVID crisis. Right, exactly. So Impact Alpha has been looking hard at private capital for public good. And there's hardly a bigger hoard of capital out there than the $100 trillion fixed income market, basically the global bond market. So there's been a flurry of billion-dollar social bond issuances by companies and countries. I understand the number of these social bonds are targeting COVID relief, 
What types of activities do the proceeds go to? Right. So the, the proceeds have been pledged to things like reducing health insurance costs, subsidizing pharmaceuticals, and supporting small businesses. Pfizer, for example, the pharmaceutical giant, will use proceeds from a one and a quarter billion dollar sustainability bond to make capital investments in manufacturing and development capacity to make sure medicines and vaccines, including those for COVID-19, are available. So are these essentially like green bonds, but for social needs? Exactly. Just like green bonds, these social bonds are backed by big development finance organizations or multilateral banks, in some cases, big corporations like Pfizer and Phillips. So they're just as safe as regular bonds. Last year, there was something like $257 billion in green bonds and only $20 billion in, in social bonds. The pandemic has given a big boost to social bonds, while, in fact, green bonds are slumping. Okay, so there are green bonds that fund environmental projects, social bonds that are funding things like COVID response, and something else called sustainability bonds, which gets very confusing. Right. So even predating COVID, these bonds called sustainability bonds were being issued by, by countries and corporations to finance projects related to the Sustainable Development Goals, which have been gaining traction, um, or the SDGs. Uh, those projects span both environmental and social projects. So companies are using companies and countries are using these types of bonds uh, at the moment as well. Last year, there was something like $60 billion um, in sustainability bonds. Okay, but there's also a whole other category that we've been following for years called social impact bonds. How does that differ from what you're talking about? Right. So th those are in a whole other category. They're, they're, they're not really bonds at all. They're more pay-for-success contracts um, that are still fairly small. Um, but yes, it's all very confusing, which is why you should be reading Impact Alpha, Brian. I always do. But why are we talking about social bonds now? Are they really up to the task? Are they really able to scale? Well, so we learned this week, for example, that Goldman Sachs has issued about $18 billion already this year in COVID-related social and sustainability bonds. Um, so that's getting on par to where these bonds were last year already in 2020. That said, we're going to need to see uh, a, you know, amounts of capital in the hundreds of billions and even trillion dollars. Um, these bonds are, are safe and well-understood instruments, so the piping is there. We're going to need to see much uh, larger uh, issuances and many more to meet the task. All right. Well, we'll be looking to track uh, the rise of social bonds in the pages of Impact Alpha. Thanks so much, Dennis. Thank you, Brian. Now it's time for this week's Agent of Impact. David Bank, what can you tell us about John Goldstein this week? John Goldstein is kind of a crossover figure in impact investing. He's one of the impact investing pioneers. His Twitter handle is Impact Investor. And he co-founded a boutique impact advisory firm called Imprint Capital um, and then went inside when Goldman Sachs bought Imprint in 2015. So now he's the head of Goldman's Sustainable Finance Group, uh, which he helped create. So that means he's gone from managing something like $550 million in assets at Imprint to building an impact investing business within Goldman, which manages something like $1.5 trillion. Um, and you know, his first act last December was to help mastermind Goldman's $750 billion commitment over 10 years to financing for sustainable transportation, agriculture, clean energy, and that sort of thing. Goldman's been one of the most active in arranging these social bonds that Dennis just discussed, about $18 billion so far. He's trying to get Goldman's talent pointed towards this kind of financing uh, making today's innovation tomorrow's mainstream, as he said. Here's how he put it in a Goldman Sachs call this week. And then, look, today's innovation becomes tomorrow's mainstream. I think that's the basic cycle. Those early transactions take more time, take more effort, take more work. We partner more deeply with our divisional colleagues. But once it's in the toolkit, uh, it's in the toolkit. 
the bank is clearly bank. trying to get out in front of this COVID crisis. They didn't come off that well in the last financial crisis. And John's well-respected across the field. He's well-known for riding his bike basically everywhere, including in a full downpour. He's also a neighbor of mine here in Berkeley. Our kids went to the same elementary school. So I got an in education in impact investing on many mornings after morning school drop-off. So for going inside and moving money, this week's agent of impact is Goldman Sachs' John Goldstein. Thanks, David. You can see John and all of our agents of impact on Instagram at Impact Alpha. That's it for your impact briefing this week. You can read more about all of these stories at impactalpha.com. Only subscribers receive full access to Impact Alpha content, including deal flow, job postings, and a Slack channel. Thanks for listening, and thanks to Dennis Price, David Bank, and our producer Isaac Silk, who also wrote the theme song. I'm Brian Walsh, head of impact for the fintech company LiquidNet. Make sure you check back next week for the latest impact investing news. Take care until then.